And today, I want to come from another angle in the same message of taking control of your mind. But this time, I titled the message, Your Life is Not a Game. Hey. Amen. I know what I'm saying. As I'm going to come from a different word, and I title my message today, Your Life is Not What? A lot of us believers are playing with our life. But remember, you have one life and you cannot play game with it. People can only play game with what they have in abundance. He did not hear me. Amen. You can only play game with what you have in abundance. Amen. So if somebody has 100 million pounds and the person is playing a game of 40 million, it's a lot of money, but it's a game. Why? He has SS. But you don't have 1,000 pounds and you are playing a game of 1,000 pounds, when it goes, you have nothing. So you cannot play a game. Amen. Life is not what? A game. And that is why I came to tell you today that your life is not a game. Stop playing with your life. Stop what? And I'm going to show you some things and demonstrate. I like teachings with demonstration because demonstrations keeps the picture in your mind. Amen. Your life is not what? A game. You have played with your life as a game for too long. Today, stop it. Make a decision to stop it. Because it's not a game. Amen. God does not play games. And God did not bring you onto this earth to play games. Because it's a serious father. And it's a serious God. Amen. You are here for a purpose and you are here for another assignment. And if not because of your purpose and your assignment, God will not have broken you here. So you are here to fulfill that purpose and assignment. And that purpose and assignment, you cannot play game with it. Amen. I get to the point. Let me have two chairs over here. Quickly. Let me have two chairs. Quickly, 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 quickly. And get me one cloth. Get me one cloth. Okay. Put the, put the chest close. Very good. Okay. Somebody asked, okay. Amen. Somebody has that. What is this man doing? Okay. Ah, let me use. Okay, very good. You are the only one that can be using. Come. One day I'll let the church make offering for you. Amen. 
Okay, stand here. He will put his hands at his back. What can I use again? If you want me to use it, just raise your hand. Okay. Okay. Okay, my son, come. Okay, stand here. No, stand, stand and face, and face the chair. Okay, come. Get me another cloth. Okay, look at it. I want you to get a picture. Stand, stand at his back. Okay, can you just kneel down, kneel down. Okay, okay, go close. Very good. And put your hand on your, on these this two hands. Two hands like that. Hey, very good. Bring the cloth. Okay. Let me have another cloth. Amen. There are a lot of mysteries in the word of God that as a believer, if you don't get it, the enemy keep on robbing you. Amen. A lot of believers today are praying that my, my, my greatest joy will be the day that I die and I go to heaven and I want to go and meet God. How many of you have designed that? You want to go to heaven and go and meet God. Oh. You don't want to go and meet God? Amen. But the thing is that, hmm, there are some messages when you preach by revelation, people think it's contradicting. No. God can never contradict himself. Amen. God cannot. He can never contradict himself. I asked someone, if heaven, God dwells in heaven, and you want to go to heaven to meet God, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Where was God before he created the heavens and the earth? Amen. I asked, I said, where was God when he created the heavens and the earth. And many of us just think that heaven is just only one. We have series of heaven. I won't talk about that one. I won't go there. Before my name comes on social media. Amen. I know what I'm saying. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So what was he? Instead of seeing God that is in heaven, you are going to heaven to go and see, meet him. See God in an atmosphere. Amen. Does it mean that believers will not go to heaven? Yes. We will go to heaven. But who are we going to meet? Who are we going to meet seated on the throne to receive us? Is it God? And remember, Jesus said, 
He that have seen me, have seen God. Somebody asked me, have you seen God before? I said, yes. He said, where? He said, he's the one standing here. He said, who? I said, yeah, me, me. Um. He said, how? I said, I was creating his image. The image of something you see in the mirror represents the person that is showing. And I told the person, if I was created in the image of God, then I am God. Because spirit gives birth to spirit. Just like the same way a lion gives birth to what a lion is. So if God is God, then I'm also God. I'm going to demonstrate certain things for you, for you to understand. Amen. I get to the point. So believers, we believe that when we die, we are going to heaven. We are going to meet our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Amen. It's a whole message for another time. I will teach you certain things. Amen. Now, this is it. This is God. God, your head is showing. God with waves. <laughs> uh, God, he has swago. I'm telling you. This is the only God with waves. Makudabadas. Amen. Everybody knows that God is in white. Only God is in black. The only God. Amen. This is God. Look at the picture. So that you know, if you listen to my message, the dynamics of humor, you understand. But look at it. Go to podcast and go and listen to it. Look at it. Before the creation of this universe, man, you, you, and you, you were in God. So before God created the heaven and the earth, you were already in existence in God. Amen. And this is you. And the real you is not you sitting here, body and flesh. Amen. And that is the reason why you cannot play games with your life. Because your life is your destiny. Your destiny is what is given to you to fulfill any purpose and assignment on earth. Your destiny is the spirit of God that was breathed into something. And that thing became a living soul. Amen. I know what I'm saying. So, before creation, you were in God. This is God. You were in God. The same person over here. Before manifestations in the physical, he existed in God. And this is the body. God created a body. God formed a body out of clay. The body looks like him. And God made it. In the body, the body has a heart, has a liver, has a kidney, has all the organs. God has put everything in there. Because remember, that the soul, there are three elements that contribute to the soul, which I taught you over here. That is what? Your mind, your will, and what? Your emotions. And all these things come from the soul. I get to the, what I'm saying. So God made the body out of clay, 
put all the organs in it. But there was no life. The soul could not function. The soul had no feelings, no emotions. He could not. The things were there, but not in existence. Because life has not been given. Amen. So man was made, and man was there. And Bible said, and God breathed into man. And when God breathed into man, God breathed this spirit's being. And what? Into this body and soul. Lie on it like that. Are you seeing it? God breathed this spirit being into a body and with a soul. And remember the body and the soul had no life. But when God breathed his being which you were part in it into this body, the body and the soul. The Bible says that the body became what? A living soul. Why? Because the organs that were there, that was not functioning, when the spirit being, the red him was put into me, he revived every organ into activation. And man became a living soul. And that is why man don't have spirit. Man is a spirit. So the red person you see over here is the spirit that dwelleth in God. God release it. That represents the person here. I got what I'm saying. So this is the realm. This one is the body. This is the body. All these are the body. But if you want to know who he is, the realm is the one here. But this one is the body. And it is this one here, the spirit, that is giving the soul life and the body life to function. When this being over here, being the spirit, depart, the body dies, the soul dies. It goes back to the original state that it used to be before. I get to the point. Amen. So you must understand that you are created in the image of God and you represent God. And the real you is not this flesh. So stop taking care of this flesh and not taking care of your spirit, the real you. Your body is looking fresh. But the real you, because remember, you are a spirit. How is it functioning? How is it functioning? Are you looking beautiful in the spirit? Or you are looking ugly? Amen. So this is God. Yes, we release a part of him. Remember, what God released here, that is a spirit, is just a, a small portion of God. Amen. This is just only a small portion of God. 
So you sitting over here, you are a small portion of God. And God said, you are my small portion, which means that you are part of me. Amen. And that's why I made a statement that Adam was not the first man God created. Hey, what a contradiction. Adam was not the first man God created. But Adam was the first man God created in his image. He did not get it. Amen. That is why the Bible says that and the earth was empty and void. Which means that something was in existence. But certain things took place and everything went wayward. God never went after that man. But the one he created in his image, even when the man sinned, he said, boy, you have sinned, but I'm still coming because you are part of me. I guess what I'm saying. That is why when Adam sinned, God was still seeking an opportunity to bring him back to himself. He said, I need a reconciliation because you are part of me. And remember, I taught you over here that you are the only one that can give God access onto this earth. That is why when Jesus was even coming here, remember Jesus, he said, I and my father, we are one. When Jesus was coming on earth, it was we humans, spirit beings, that gave God access through Mary for him to come. Amen. I get what I'm saying. Why? Because we are part of God. So every once in over a year, you are a God. I said what? You are a God. Amen. You are a God. That is the reason why no God, no lesser God should scare you. Witches, wizard. They'll be scaring you. No. God has placed them under your feet. He has placed them under your feet. Amen. He has placed them what? Under what? Your feet. Why do you think that the devil sin? God has to cast him. Why do you think that you man you sin and God is still looking opportunity to bring you close? Have you thought about it? Have you thought about it? Amen. Why? Because man is not just only a natural being. Man is a spirit. Man doesn't have spirit. Man is a spirit. Because anything that you have, you can lose it. That is why God doesn't have love. God himself is love. I get what I'm saying. As human, we have love. That's why you can tell your wife, I love you. To death do a spot. Five years, I want a divorce. Where is the love? I get what I'm saying. Where is the love? It has expired. But the love of God does not expire. That is why he doesn't have love. He himself is love. And because he himself is love, even when you fall, you bust lie, you are going down. Because of his own identity love, he comes by and says, boy, get up, let's go. He said, no, I can't go in him. He said, why? He said, I've seen two minds. You have seen? Who told you I've seen? He said, no, don't you read the word of God? He said, I am the way. I came because of you. This sin that you just did, 
I took care of it yesterday. And your tomorrow's sin, I took care of it. Even today's sin, I took care of it. So your sins of yesterday, today, and tomorrow have wiped it away. Get up. Believe in yourself. Let's go. I get to the point. Amen. That is it. So anything that you have, you can easily lose it. But God himself is love. So God breathed into the body. He placed a small portion of him into a body with a soul that was not living. And the body and the soul became active. That is why on the day you die, this person, this person over your spirit goes back to the father. And the moment go back to the father, this body is empty. And I say on, on Sunday that the devil is not after your spirit. You know the reason why? He knows that this spirit over here has a owner. He's not after your body because he knows that this body, this body is clay. It will go back to the dust. Stop even using six feet because today it's not even six feet again. The last are finished. Right now it's four feet, three feet. Depending on your height. I know what I'm saying. So the devil is not after this body here. Because this body is clay, it's dead, it's rubbish. What is after is the soul. Because in the soul lies the matters of life. And the Lord also is not after your spirit. Because your spirit is already part of him. It's also after your soul. Because if God can take over your soul, you belong to him totally. I get what I'm saying. Amen. So, you cannot play with your life. Look at the process. Look at what took place. And when you finish, God said, you are my image. Amen. He said, you are my image. Anybody that look at you sees me. So no matter how you look, no matter how people are condemning you, when people see you, they see God. When God sees you, he sees himself. And as I'm saying, Amen. And the moment you are a believer, you get the picture this way, you are finished. Nobody can condemn you. Nobody can belittle you. Nobody can despise you. Nobody can tell you that no, you are useless, nothing can happen. No! Tell the person, I look useless in the sight of you. But in the sight of God, I am part of him. I get to the point. Amen. Okay. Spirit. Get up. Amen. Okay. I've got to the picture. Okay. Okay, you can take the... You can take the... Take the body. Spirit, go back to your father. Father, behold thy son. Amen. I get to the point. Now listen to me. 
Believers must get to the point with the demonstration that I've made for you to know that you are not normal. Normal people live normal life. The reason why when Jesus came, he never led any normal life because the man knew his purpose and his assignment before he came. So he was not living normal life. And if you are a man or woman, you don't live normal life, they criticize you. Some of you, because of the way people will criticize you, so you don't want to live a life worthy of God. I appreciate the man of God and the wife. Let them come forward. Amen. The psalmist, the psalmist and the wife, let them come forward. I know someone say, Amen. Bless you, man of God. And bless you, man of God, for passing through. Amen. We appreciate your visit. Amen. Bless you so much. Amen. I get, I get what I'm saying. Amen. You must understand. Normal people live normal life. You are not a normal person. No. Because of you, the devil, all the time he has a headache. He struggles because of what God has made you do. Angels could not even understand. One day they gather together. This one question. He said, Ah. Come in, He said, Ah. But listen, who are these men? That God is so mindful of them. He created them a little lower than us, but He has put them into a place of authority and what power. It is called Azusia and Dunamis. And he has placed everything under their feet. We as angels, we sin. He sent us to hell. Man sin is looking for an opportunity to go and deliver them. Who are these men? Who are these men? Say, so who are these men? That God is so mindful of them. You are not a normal man. You are not a normal woman. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So stop living a normal life. And understand that your life is not worth a game. Because I was listening to the headquarters today. And I saw that um, the resident pastor, Prophet Ben, was preaching the same message in line of what I preached. Listen. And I said, oh, oh. So it means that no, God is working something. Let me tell you something. God is not in a hurry to bless you. You know the reason why? You already blessed with all spiritual blessings. God is not in a hurry for you to get married, for you to get a car, a house. But God is in a hurry to lay hold of your soul. Because in your soul lies all matters of life. Your soul has become a battleground for God and the devil. The devil wants it. God also wants it. And I explained here last week that your soul is the mediator. Your soul is the one that takes the decision. Whether to submit to the spirit, not to submit to the body. So the soul is very dangerous. If you don't handle it very well. And whatever you think, 
and whatever decision you make in life, you must consider it carefully. A lot of us can take two years, five years to arrive at a decision. But even though it's two years, three years, five years to arrive at a decision, there is always a point where a decision will be made. So decision is just only one time. Even though it took you two years, three years, or five years, there's always a point of a decision. And anytime you're taking decision, that one should not be the main focus. Write this thing down. Write it down. Write it down. Something just dropped into my spirit. Write this thing down. Write this thing down. Write it down. In life, the decision you make is not as, as important as the consequences. I said what? In life, the decisions you make is not as what? Important as the what? The consequences. So any decision that you make does not really matter. What matters? The consequences. Because that's what you are going to live with. The consequences. Amen. I know what I'm saying. So let's say for example, my daughter over here is cutting with this guy. Or let's say, for example, they are not even courting. They just met in church. And before we could know, people are talking. And in no church folks, we can talk. How many of you know that we can talk? Or lift up your hand. Don't I know you? Or don't you know yourself? Why are you doing that thing to God? Don't you know yourself that you talk? Don't you talk? It's only deaf and dumb that does not talk. Don't you talk? Even the question I'm asking, somebody's even blowing tongues on it. When I ask, don't you talk? He said, Makupa Yabahuma. Which means that, hey, don't go there. We talk, Papa. So, this is my daughter. People are talking. This is what is going on. Hey, church. She's a believer. He's a believer. People are talking. This one has friends. I don't know why. People are just talking that this lady, listen, don't mind them, don't mind them. Don't mind them, don't mind them. And this one also has friends. They are talking. And some, sometimes you don't even know the rest story, but you contribute. That's why the dangerous aspect is. And you are contributing, you are contributing, you are contributing. Then when you finish, of all this talking, one day she's a believer. Every sin that she commits, remember I said yesterday's sin, today's sin, tomorrow's sin, God has taken care of it. So, whatever you do, the Lord overlooks it because He has taken care of it. But is it a license to sin? Go and listen to my message on podcast. Go and listen to my message on podcast. That, that grace is not what? License what? To sin. Go and listen. 
So it's not a platform that God has already taken care of. Oh, 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 your man, a phone, my daughter. Kusudo? I know what I'm saying. So, people are talking. All of the sudden, this daughter of mine, Belly, is coming. This is your grandfather. Yes, daddy. I'm even trying to lose weight. Mm, keep on deceiving. <laughs> Two months. Three months. Ah. The way you are growing fat. And this is the point where they get to. They know that no, they are in trouble. Um, daddy, I was even planning to come and see you. You sit up planning a long time. But you didn't have the confidence to come and see me. Now let's see it. After three months to four months, the belly shoot up. You can't hide it again. Amen. Let me tell you, pregnancy, yes, experience is the right teacher. <laughs> now listen to me. Listen to me. Pregnancy is just like character. You can hide it, but it's just a matter of time. It will shoot up. You entered into that marriage eh, when you met the guy. Uh, can you come? Yes, please. I'm awake, coming, please. Oh, oh, please, I'm very sorry. Oh, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Very sorry. The day they got married to you, after one month, where are you? What is it? Ah, why are you behaving that way? No, but you like that thing too much. What is the, what is the meaning of this? You call, you call. What is the meaning of this? Oh, really? So did I marry you to be doing that? Did, did you marry me? Did you marry a stick? Was it a woman being that accepted before you marry? Me think they so go up so It's just a matter of time. The attitude will come. Amen. I thought I was, I was very calm and gentle and very quiet and humble person. Until one day I was going in the flight, somebody stepped on my feet. I said, Excuse me. You look at me, you do like that. Say, what do you mean? What do you mean? Amen. I thought I was, I thought I was so humble. I thought I was so quiet. She stepped on me and I said, hello? Didn't just see it. She just turned at me and said, and she was going. I said, hey, hey, mommy, mommy, mommy. What is the meaning of that? What is the meaning of that? You don't do that. You don't do that. Praise you. The devil is a liar. I got what I'm saying. Amen. I got angry. I forgot that no, I was a prophet of God. If I had my own way, I would have let us. Amen. At least Moses' law must be fulfilled. An eye for an eye. I get what I'm saying. Now look at it. This is it. She has not put herself into a tight corner. There is a destiny in her womb. 
Is that destiny a mistake? No. This destiny is not a mistake. Is God angry with her? No. Is God angry with him? Fireman? No. Is God angry with the baby? No. So God is not angry with any of them. But this thing over here, the baby over here, was as a result of a decision. So, they may say, I never planned to get here. But it was a decision. Everything you do, whether good or bad, there's a decision. You take decision to lie. You take decision to what? By biting. You take decision to talk about people. You take decision to shoplift. You take decision not to pay tight. You take decision not to give offering. You take decision to talk about the pastor. You take decision to beat your wife. You took a decision to be exalting your husband. It's a decision. So don't say, hey, I didn't plan. I was not like this. My friend, keep quiet. It's a decision. Amen. It is called unplanned decision. But it's still a decision. So this is this. Decision got her here. But look at it. This decision that has gotten her here, God does not remember the mistake because he has already forgiven her. But the consequences. The consequences. She was one nice woman that came to church. Come and stand over here. Praise ye. Praise ye. Our father, the Jehovah, says here. Hey, let me hear. Shout, shout, shout. God is here. God is here. So everybody knows her as a righteous and a holy woman. Then all of a sudden, decision. She has gotten here. The consequences is that she can't come and stand here again. Not because we will not give her the opportunity. But her own consequences will be judging her. If you stand over here, praise ye, God is faithful. Somebody say, God is faithful. There are some people that are good artists. Praise ye, and you see them. Praise ye, praise ye, praise ye. Praise. They are telling story. Yeah, that's it, that's it. God damn. Especially when you tell them, shake your body and say, praise ye. And that is why you see shaking your body. People stop shaking their body and it's only the tummy. They are telling you something. So people start talking about you. When you pass, you know that sometimes you can do something and you pass, a cool air will just blow to your ears. Say, what did you just say? What are you talking about me? Nobody mentioned your name. The consequences, they are following you. The consequences, they are following you. When the consequences are following you, people can even be sitting down laughing. Hey, the last time, did you see that video on YouTube? Hey, they start, quah, quah, quah. Mommy, I don't want to work in the Oshie department again. Why? They went in love with me this afternoon. I have a prophet Eric, take him from there. He's not a good leader. 
If he started the whole thing, they were laughing at me. Did you hear your name? Oh, man, if he, they are laughing at you, somebody's laughing at you, you feel it. I felt it. You felt it. Consequences? So what is going to happen now? For these three mass stages, you'll be hearing things. Oh, was it not the same thing? It took somebody's husband before. Even though it is not true, the consequences. So you must be ready for it. So in life, every decision that you take, think about the consequences rather than the decision. Because the decision is one time. The consequences follow you. And that is why I say in life, decision that you take is not as important than the consequences. I know something. And this one will live forever. Sometimes when you even deliver nine months, humanity will never forgive you. Consequences will follow. When you even come to church with a child, you know your father? <laughs> oh, yes. Why behave yourself like you've not done one before? Do you know your father? <laughs> Turn your back. You see that guy over there? That's your father. The questions, questions will continue for years. But you must be ready. When this ministry was starting, it was a decision. Even though God said it is time. But the consequences, the Lord already told me. The Lord already told me. I heard in my left ear clear. I came out from my bathroom like this. Took cream. I had a heaviness in my, my back. When I turned, I saw an angel standing. And they just said, it is time. The angel mentioned two churches' name. I will not mention. For security reason. <laughs> Amen. I know what I'm saying. And the Lord said, listen to me. Some of us, we don't understand certain things. The Lord said, a wind is about to blow. And the Lord said, he mentioned these two churches. He said, a wind is about to blow. But I am in the wind. Ah. Then he mentioned the church. He said, a wind is about to blow. And a lot of people are going to move. But if they move where they are going, I can't guarantee. And these people move. When they move, they'll be looking for you. So quickly. Then the Lord told me, I am in the wind. So don't, don't reply. Don't respond to anyone and don't talk. They will insult you. They will say nasty things about you. Don't talk back. That is why for three years now that we started this, I've never responded to anybody. So people are saying that because he's a prophet, he's not any prophet. We, are, we will see the difference. Oh, I'll grab it now with the woody. I know what I'm saying. The reason why I will not talk is because I heard from God. When you hear from God, then leave the fight for him. Stop talking. Leave the fight for him. Some of you, the little thing, eh, and he did this thing, and she was did this thing, and he did this thing, and this thing. The light, everything. I said, like the fight is your fight. Amen. I said, like the fight is your fight. You were praying that your husband's not be eating your food for two months. You pray and pray and pray and pray, and your husband started eating the food. Two bottles of banku. He class. But after you took over two months sitting, started eating your food, one he, he eat one and a half. That one to call. Daddy. 
There's a problem. Oh. What is the problem? He said, oh, to the grave of God, my husband has started eating for two months now. But do you know that the Banku first, he has to be using two. But right now, he eats two and half, one and a half. So the rest of the half, what do you do to eat? He doesn't touch it too. He said it's, it's okay. Only half. Only half. Leave the battle what? For him. Leave the battle for him. Because you're too much talking who rather paint a bad picture about your personality. Leave the battle for him. For the battle is not yours. The battle is of the law. He know how to fight your battle. Yes, you know how to fight your battle. So the consequences you will go through is the one that you have to fear. And that is the reason why I think about the consequences. Whatever you do against somebody, think about the consequences. Whatever you say about somebody, think about the consequences. There are some people, my son, Daniel, there are some people they can lie on people, eh? I'm telling you. You frame a story, put it on you. The story is not fitting you. They said, my friend, you think you are size 12? You lie back. This is size 14. You will put it on. They will force it and put it on you. That is not fitting. He said, no, take it like that. And sometimes some of the story look very true. And when they finish, they'll quote Bob Marley, who the car fit, let me wear it. Amen. I know what I'm saying. So, as believers, you must think about the consequences. Whatever you do, even at the workplace, in your marriage, your relationship, think about the consequences. Think about it very well, because you're going to live with it. Think about it. Are you going to live with it forever for good? Or forever for bad? Amen. That is what could change Jabez's mother. Got pregnant with a son, a man with great destiny. Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. But because of the circumstances, the mother said, You, you are called Jabez, which means sorrow. So later I see the boy said, You, I'm all my children. You are the useless guy. Meanwhile, more the children too, he was the more, more honorable than them. Because the circumstances that she became pregnant. No, the mother didn't like it. Doesn't like it. So she's not living with what? The consequences. I get what I'm saying. So every believer must think about this thing very well. Amen. Now let's go to the word of God quickly. Proverbs chapter 4. Reading for verse 20. Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 4. Quickly, 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 quickly. Proverbs chapter I said what? Your life is not what? A game. He said what? Look at Solomon speaking. He said, my father gave me a lot of wise saying. That which God gave to him through the way, he also trained me. And he was saying, he said what? My son. He said, my son. Give attention to my words. Mm -hmm. Incline your ear to my sayings. He said, my son. Give, give attention, attention to my words. My words. There are some of you, when they advise you, you never take it. Every advice they give to you is the one that you think is what you take. Amen. What a grown-up man or woman can see sitting, even if you sit in KLM, you will never see it. 
You will never see it. If like go and take the palatine and palate, you will see it. You will never see it. You know the reason why? Where you are, I've already passed there. I know what I'm saying. Where you are, I've already passed what there. So if someone is older than you, or the person knows spiritual things than you and is advising you, take it. Take it. Take it. I know what I'm saying. Take what? Take it. You remember, I don't know whose friend was that. I don't know what that was, Catherine. I don't know. It was your friend. Some time ago, we have a program, and I, there was a lady that was sitting here. And I, was it your friend? I said, it's in university. I mentioned a name, and I said, you have a friend. Name so, so, so. I said, she's in university. At, I mentioned some name. Is it Northampton or Birmingham? I've forgotten. No, is it a star? No. There was one lady that was sitting over here some time ago. And I said, call her and tell her that she's moving with a guy, but she should run away very quick. If not so, she'll be in trouble. You remember? Yeah, your friend. I've forgotten the, the name I mentioned. She was in a relationship. I don't know about their relationship, but my spirit was speaking. To, to her, the guy loves her. But the guy was leading her into danger. What she doesn't want to do, she will start doing. Do you remember that issue? And I said, this is when I call her. And when she called her, the lady said, very true. These days, the guy started, so I'm even planning, um, I'm trying to work out from the, the relationship. And I said, tell her to work out. It is easier said than done. She can tell me I'm working out, but one day, don't invite me into this thing. That, oh, daddy, you said it, but it has gone wrong, so can you come in? No, I am out. <laughs> and I'm saying, what I'm saying, I am out a long time. When I get a prophecy, I am out. Amen. I get to the picture. So believers might get to the point. He said, my son, give attention to, to my, my words. Listen to me. The best way for you to prosper is to listen to your mother and your father. Amen. Is to listen to people that are ahead of you. One of the reasons why that has secured me, eh, one of the things that have secured me, I saw my spiritual father, Professor Sakwadi, preaching so many years ago. I told myself, that me, there's no way I'll marry for a woman, another woman to come and say that, no, that you put tight on your breast, what is the name? No, men, talk to me. Some of you even heard some yesterday. What are you, what, what, are, what is the meaning of this? Why are you quiet like that? You come to church and you pretend as if like, what is the meaning of that? That thing that the woman put on, what is the name? Daniel, Daniel, tell me, what is the name? You don't know? You don't know? How come that you don't know? Also, for do, do you know do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? You know. These are the only persons that their wife can be pregnant. They don't let them sleep. Not for evil, because he's always praying so she cannot sleep. That's what I'm talking about. I want to say. Something, something, something. Amen. Listen to advice. Listen to advice. I told myself, never. 
and I'm still counting. Next year, I entered into 22. But for now, 21 years of marriage, no, it can't happen. Because the mistakes some men of God have done is not for me to criticize. If I see any mistake of a man of God, I don't criticize it. You know the reason why? It's a learning process for me. He fell here. And people are talking about him. Look at the way he's sleeping with women. When I get to that direction, I say, Oh, you lie bad. You lie. <laughs> Why? If he hadn't got through that, the possibility for me to enter there will be great. So it's a learning process for me. So be very careful when people make mistakes, how you judge them. It should be a learning process for you. I get what I'm saying. He said, my son, give attention, attention to, my to my words. And what? Incline your Incline. Ear. Incline means that open. Some of you, your, your yes look open, but it is close. Do you know sometimes he can call people, we're advising them. When he finished, he said, do you understand what I said? He said, um, please, he said what? The yes are open, but it was close. Because what you are saying, he doesn't want to listen. Amen. He said what? Incline your, your yes to, to what? My to my saying. First, he said what? Give attention. To my words. The se second, he said what? Incline, Incline your, your ear to, to my saying. Listen, you know, it will help you one day. Listen. It will help you one day. It will help you. There are so many things that I've, I learned the hard way. And there are so many things that I thank God so much that he taught me himself. There are some messages I preach here. I was taught in my room. So when I'm preaching it, I preach it with confidence. There are some times when I'm prophesying, I have the liberty to prophesy because the thing has already taken place in my room. So I know what I'm talking about. And if you're doing something, God is backing you. Ah! Me, whatever you talk, I don't mind. I was speaking to one of my sons yesterday. And we were talking, talking. So these people that they were talking about you, they said this and this. And right now they are they are fighting, serious fight. And I told my son, I said, "Oh, you don't know what's going on right now." He said, "No, daddy." And I said, "Right now, my name is not just only Prophet Thomas Barry Ajokache, but my name right now is Prophet Thomas Barry Ajokache." Move on, Yemi. <laughs> oh, I deserve it. Just do it. Just do it. Those of you don't understand Mufanyemi, when we close, see me in chambers. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. And then he said what? Verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Don't let them depart from your, your eyes. eyes. Which means that use your eyes and take selfie. Clear. The way you use your phone. God said don't use your phone. Use your eye. Which means that let them Picture the image be on your eye. Amen. There's some, there's some times I can be prophesying. I, do, I can come close to you and I can just picture in images. God can speak in so many ways. So many ways. So many ways. Sometimes I can come to you and God will just speak to me in image. And I start. It's a use your eyes. Don't let it depart from your eyes. Let it be on your eyes. Do you know that sometimes you can go and look at a dead body? Eh? Somebody that is past. 
they've laid the body in state. You can go and look at the body, and for six months, one year, the person's face is still on your face. How many of you have witnessed that before? Every dead body you want to go and watch. Every dead body you want to watch. There's a group in Ghana. They have formed a this association. When you have funeral, you come and rent them. 6,000 Ghana cities, if you, you want them to cry for one hour. <laughs> 8,000, if you want them to take over the funeral. So, the person that, that they don't know the person, but you see them, they will come, look at their body. They don't even know the person. Hey, hey, Asamoah. Hey, Asamoah. Hey. They will take their cloth. Do like this. 8,000. When they finish, they take 8,000, they are going. What kind of job is this? Yeah, it's in Ghana. Amen. When there's no job, create one for yourself. Amen. I, I don't know someone say. Yes, sir. He said what? Keep them in the midst of your heart. In the midst of your heart means that at the center of your heart. Keep it. Say, keep it today. Keep it today. Say, keep it at the center the of what? Of your heart. Of your heart. Listen to me. Your conscious mind is a process plant. Write it down. And I told you that your conscious mind is what? This. And your subconscious mind is what? Your heart. Your conscious mind is what? A process what? Plant. Your subconscious mind is a storage house. Write it down. Write it down. And don't forget that every process plant, the process thing, and it's gone. Storage, it is there. When they need it, they pick it. When they need it, they pick it. So you start things in your subconscious what mind, your heart. Anytime you are provoked, you want to use it, you go for it. He said, I need two bosses of insult. I need five bosses of I want to misbehave. Because it's tall. I know something saying. is even laughing. Amen. I know something saying. He said what? Keep in the midst of your heart, the, the of center heart. of your heart. He said, keep it there. Keep which it. means that protect it. He said what? Protect it. Center. Protect it. Protect it. Protect it. Listen to me. Man has no place to keep secrets. Man has no secrets. You know the reason why? Your phone you have kept secret on can be retrieved one day. The police can just take you. Please, your phone, your phone, your phone. You, you don't even give the, your password before you come. They'll come to you say, so where from this message? Where from this message? But you have stopped secret there. Your laptop cannot contain your secret but because it can be known. It can be known. There is a proverb that says that words have what? Yes. So on this earth that you dwell as human, you have no place to keep secrets. The only place you can keep secret that no man knows, conscious and subconscious mind. Nobody can know except the Spirit of God. Amen. I know someone saying, 
that is the only place that when it is there, you don't know. Somebody can keep things over there against you. But with the mouth, he's telling you, you are very beautiful. It will be what we do. But what he has kept over there is speaking. You, you are useless. You, your wedding, nobody will come. Speaking with the mouth. Nicely, but the heart. The heart. Because that one, nobody knows what is there. Except the spirit of God. So there are some of you come to church nicely sitting. When preaching is going, you are clapping, pa, 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 but you are taking notes. When you get, get home, that's where, why did he make this statement? But you clap, yes, if I don't clap, you get a lie. So I have to clap. Why did he say this? It is here, center. He said, protect it. Put it in the midst of your heart. The center of what? Your heart. Verse 22, why? He said, because of what? For let's quickly. For they are alive to those who find them. He said, for they are alive. To those who find them. So your subconscious mind that you store things, he said, that's where your life is. And that's why I said last week, whoever that controls your life, whoever that have control over your heart, controls what? Your life. That's right. He said, for, for they are alive to those to they that who find them. And health to all their flesh. So if you store the word of God, if you store good things in your subconscious mind, you look refreshed. Anytime you speak, you speak beautifully. Anywhere you go, that the real you comes out. Everybody appreciates you. Nice lady, nice guy. Very humble, very respectful. It's coming. It gives you life. But if you stop bad things, how are you? I'm fine. Why are you calling somebody? I said, I'm fine. <laughs> you know where that thing is coming from? Subconscious mind. And most of the times, it's because some past hurts. And most of the times, the people that will release things from our storage house to go and give to in the shop are not the people that deserve it. The one that disappointed you and deceived you is gone. But you're using that thing rather on people that does not deserve it. Amen. He said what? For they are what? Life to those who find them. And what? And health to all their flesh. That is why I said here last week that there are some of you over here. The reason why a lot of people get cancer, most of it, not all, most of it, out of hunger. Hunger can cause cancer. I'm telling you. Hunger can cause cancer. Some of them, it can be spiritual. They sell it to you. Some of, some of them, it just came. And as I'm saying, there's some people can hold bitterness in their hearts. Bitterness in their hearts. When they even give birth and the child comes, the child has to do like this. Ready to fight. Because remember that your, 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 your cord is connected to your baby. What you eat is what your baby eats. What you feel and what you go through, you are transferred to the baby. Can I say something? Amen. There are some of us, you, look, look at the way you are. Just 23, 25. But because of too much of bitterness, a lot of things is stored in your subconscious mind. And that's what is controlling you. 
Anybody that sees you think that you are 58? Amen. But the day you let go that bitterness in your subconscious mind, you look so beautiful like the lily of the valley. So precious. Take it out. You don't need that in your storage house. They are excess baggage. Throw it away. Amen. So that the rest you can come out for you to understand that your life is not a game. Stop playing games with it. You do not come here to just be bitter against everybody, bitter against people. No. Live anyhow. You have an assignment. Don't play games with your life. Stop playing games with your life. Stop. All indication shows that very soon anything at all can happen. Stop playing games with your life. Yes, verse, verse 23. Verse 23. And keep, he said what? Keep your heart with all diligence, mm. for out of it springs the issues of life. He said, keep what? Your, your heart, heart with, with all, all diligence. diligence. Why? Because out, out of, of what? It springs, springs forth the issues, issues of, life. of life. That is why I'm telling you that whoever that controls what? Your subconscious mind, your heart, controls your life. That's where all your life is. And that is what God is saying. Protect it. Handle it with care. Handle it with care. Don't let anybody mess your heart out. Today, some believers' heart has been messed out because somebody told them, a prophet prophesied to me, took my car, took my house, and you were standing there, they were taking it. You didn't talk. <laughs> eh? And because of that, you are not painting every man of God black. Put it over here. Put it over here. One of my daughters came to me and said, Daddy, men are very wicked. Though. I said, why? I said, all men, all men are the same. All men are the same. When she started talking, I started praying. Father, my identity has not changed. Why is this girl looking at me as a woman? Why is she saying? Because it takes a woman to be talking like this. Because I'm standing before her like a man. And she's still telling me, men are dangerous. So it means that she, she was looking at me as a woman. So I need to pray. My identity has to come very well. And when she finished, she said, men are the same. Then I said, my daughter, why? He said, daddy, this guy, this guy. I said, listen to me. Is your father alive? He said, yes. What is the relationship between you and your father? He said, very good. And I said, okay. So is your father too part of those men that are the same? He said, oh, my father... My father and my mother, and I said, my friend, get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. Amen. Bitterness in your subconscious mind can make you make statements that later you regret. There are some of you over here, you made a statement. You made it out of bitterness in your subconscious mind. You wish the opportunity to present itself for you to tell the person, I was sorry. I was wrong. But you cannot. There are some of you, even though they rebuke and told you you did not do it well, you are still holding it there. Subconscious mind. But God is saying, protect it. Which means that be very careful what you put in your storage. Because what you put in the storage there is what you bring. It's like your laptop or your computer. You must keep it very well because it's a hard drive or so. Whatever you put there is what comes. Hard drive is just like a woman. 
Whatever you put there is what comes. Women like that, you put bitterness, they multiply it, they give it to you. You put love, they multiply it, they give it to you. Whatever you put over there, they know how to multiply. I know something say. Amen. So the Bible says, protect what? Your heart. With all diligence. With all diligence. Because the heart, that is where all your life, everything that you do in life, that is where he is. Protect it very well. If your marriage you succeed, subconscious mind. There are some people, you really afraid. You see somebody walking. He said, look at you. You're becoming useless. This guy, you have been working for five years now. This guy just got a job two years ago. Look at the car he's driving. And you, you're not making this thing. Such a woman, eh? If you bring girl for deliverance, and the deliverance doesn't go through, run away. Because any woman that can compare you to another man, marine witchcraft, come on Friday, let's pray. Maybe it will be well. Some say because they have put this in their hearts, and because that guy left, they thought that no, the guy deceived me. But the guy was blessed, he was rich. I wish you can be like that, but your character, they are like it. Your character, I don't want you to be like that guy, but I want you to be like that guy. The guy was rich, but I didn't bring you joy. I am not rich, but I'm bringing you joy. Which one do you want? Women, tell me, which one do you want? Abby, which one do you want? Joy. Somebody say, Amen. Protect it in your heart with all, all diligence. diligence. Because out, out of, of it springs the, the issues, issues of, of life. life. So if you want to have an abundant life, protect your heart. There's some of you, anything goes. Anything goes. From men to women to, to, to statements that are not correct, everything goes. There are some of you, your storage house, nobody needs to pay. Yes, nobody needs to pay. Nobody needs to pay. You have put it on Amazon. Free. You have put it on Amazon. And you have put under it, next day, delivery. So, the moment somebody comes, you pass, a guy look at you, hello? Why do you say hello? Do you like me? Yes, I like you. Boom. Give me your number, I will call you. There are some, some men, some men, their story arch is just messed up. They enter to a place, a lady just said, hello, hello darling, can I serve you? Hey, he lost, she lost me. <laughs> did, you, did you hear what she, she said? He said, hello darling. <laughs> she lost me. And they put it in their self-conscious mind. And because of that, they're always going to that place. That's when. Let me tell you. The day you approach that lady, amen. Everything they put it there. Somebody's talking about somebody. They don't know about the matter. They put it there. Oh, me, this lady, I don't want to talk to this lady. I learned that she likes to do. You learned. You learned. Is that the kind of storehouse you have? Everything you put it there. You don't process things before you store it. Amen. Let's move quickly. Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6, verse, verse 5. Is that what? Genesis chapter 6, verses 5. Yes. 
Then the Lord saw the wickedness of man eh? was great in the earth. Yes. And that every intent of the thoughts ah, of his heart was it only said, evil. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness, wickedness of, of man, man was, was what? great in the earth. In what? In yeah. the earth. And that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Did he say God look at it in a mind? No. In a conscious mind? No. He said God saw the wickedness. The wickedness in the subconscious mind of humanity. And he said what? And it was what? It was only what? Evil, evil what? Continually. Evil what? Continually. continually. You can put echo over there. Continually. continually. Amen. Amen. He saw it in a subconscious because that is where your life is. Don't let anybody break your storehouse. Don't let anybody control your storehouse. Be a very good storekeeper. Wow. You did not hear that one. I said what? Be a very what? Good storekeeper. And make sure you are a good an accountant that every time you audit your storehouse. Amen. Audit. Because until you audit, you may not know whether you are making profit or you are making loss. Maybe some money were taken to buy McDonald's. You did not know. You did not record it and the thing is going down. Check it very well. Protect it. God saw it and saw that the touch of what? Man was great. So it yeah. means that the heart has touch. So the thought of the heart was only evil what? Continually. Amen. And that's what I'm saying. It's evil what? Continually. Evil continually. Go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 7 or so. Let me see whether it's that scripture. 77. Is it there? Blessed is the man who trusts in the no, Lord. Seven, seven. Is it Jeremiah seven? Go, 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 go. Seven. Let me see. Blessed. Or is ten. Okay, go to ten. Let me see. Seventeen, ten. Let me see. What it talks about. I the Lord. Okay, yeah, that is it. It said what? I the Lord. I the Lord set the, the heart. Subconscious. So everything that you do, God knows through your subconscious. So if you have a good spirit, God knows through your subconscious. If you are pretending, God knows through your subconscious. He said, I, the Lord, Search if the you heart. cannot see, zoom in so that they will see it very well, because this one is very important to me. Take a picture with your eye. That's what the scripture said. He said what? I, I the, the Lord, Lord search, search the heart. heart. I test the mind. He put what commanded, which means that it's going to continue still. I, the Lord, search, search the, heart. the heart. And what? I, I test, test the, mind. the mind. So you have seen that there are two minds here. Conscious and subconscious. Then he said what? Even to what? To give every man according, according to what? To his ways. His ways. So everything that you are doing is here. And God can see it here in your subconscious. 
to reward you. So, so as you come into church, hello, daddy, hello, mommy, oh, uh, God bless you, God bless you. You can be kneeling down, but after that, the insult that one received in your bedroom before coming. So as you come to church, you see somebody in church. Say, long time I saw you in church. You're looking very beautiful. Meanwhile, three days ago, three of you gathered. The way you blasted this lady. And God is seeing it in your subconscious. That is why you need to protect it. In life, let me tell you something. In life, don't ever give up on anyone. Don't despise anyone. You did not create that person. Both of you are spirits. Spirits must live together. In unity, in love. Witches even know how to live together. They fight for one another. According group, when you touch one, everybody's coming after you. If he comes after you, he cannot get you. He calls his friends and says, I want this girl, but I'm not getting Can you put joint power so that we can get it? Christians. Christians, try it. Try it. Try it. We are divided than anybody. You let somebody arrest a Muslim. Let's say, for example, Muhammad and Isidu. And they, they arrested their friend to the police station. They told them you can just go there. Especially in Africa. Here, they, I don't know. You can't do that. In Africa, they'll just come and say, Inspector, waiting. Waiting, our brother do. He said, your brother went and I saw somebody. And what happened? Yeah, I saw the person into the person, 2,000. 2,000. Inspector, 2,000. 2,000 be money. It'll be money. We go pay. We go pay. We go pay. We go pay. Release our brother. Release our brother. Then Inspector said, no, no, I can't release him because he has to pay the money. He said, 2,000, it'll be money. We go pay. They will not come to you and tell the inspector, ah, we don't know your daughter. You know your daughter when they go to the base of primary school. Oh, you know your daughter. And they mention, they mention your daughter. It means that if you like, don't release this boy. We know your daughter. We are coming. So the inspector quickly will just release. He said, let it go. And the moment they release their brother, they are going. He said, he said, I will lie. That this inspector is shaggy. <laughs> Christians, call your own brother. And he said, no, I just had some case with the police. I'm in the, I'm in the cell. Can you just come and make some statements? You are in the distance. Where? Bristol. I'm coming. And when they say they are coming, don't be happy. I'm coming. And the moment they come, he said, Inspector, what happened? He said, yes, there was some issue, so he needs to pay some money to somebody. If he can't pay, medicine. Oh, okay. Oh, can I uh, talk to my brother? They bring him. Someone with Jimmy. This foolish thing that you'll be doing, eh, that they'll be talking about. You see, you brought it from church and you have brought it over here. Ah, with a car fit, let me wear it. Me, I can't even make this. Pooh, it's gone. And the minute he leave, he calls, spring, spring. Have you heard? Ah, he's in prison. Uh, this is Ipoca, go medicine. That foolish thing that he has been doing. Christians are not together. We are the only people that are divided, but think we are one. Divided. Why? Because we think we know too much. We've lose card our subconscious mind and the devil is feeding things into it. Feeding things into it. Amen. Yes, move on, move on, move on, move on. Move on to Genesis chapter 8. Genesis chapter 8, quickly. 
Yes. Move, 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 move. 21. Is that what? And 21, 21, 21, 21, 21. 21. Add the one to it. Very good. Is that what? And the Lord smelled a and soothing aroma. And the Lord smelled what? A soothing aroma. Other verses said, and the Lord smelled a sweet what? Aroma. aroma. Then the Lord said, in what? In his, his heart. heart. Are you preaching with me? Yes, sir. He said, the Lord said, in what? In his heart. In his heart. I will never. This aroma over here, this is the type of Christ. When Jesus was sacrificed as the lamp of God, the sacrifice went unto God as a sweet aroma. Which means that I've accepted the sins of the people and reconciled with them. So when Noah sacrificed, God smelled the sacrifice and he said it was a sweet aroma. Which means that I've accepted the offering. Then the Bible said, and God what? Said the God heart. said in his heart. The heart over here, does it mean that God has a heart? Does it mean that God has a heart? Amen. There are some times that we use the attribute of man for God. And God laughed. And God was angry. God has a heart. Does it mean that God laughed? God gets angry? Does it mean that God has a heart? No. And I taught you over here that the Greek meaning of that, it is called anthropomorphism, which means that using the attribute of man to describe who God is. Because men can laugh. So sometimes they say, God laugh. Oh, and Moses met God face to face. And people believe that, yes, God, Moses did meet with God face to face. No. It is anthropomorphism using humanity. That is why the Bible says that he met God face to face as a man speaking to a man. As what? As a man speaking to a man. And that makes it for another time. But anthropomorphism means that you are using the attribute of men. How men look. How men do things. How men medicine to attribute to God. And he said what? And the Lord said in his heart, I will what? Never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Is that what? Although the imagination of, of man's heart man's is heart. evil from his youth. Amen. The Greek word over here, the imagination of man's heart, the heart over here, the Greek over here is called cardia. That's where the English word cardia, they say cardia rest, cardia rest. Cardia rest, does he have it to the nose? Is it the eye? Where? So the Greek word for heart over there is what? Cardia. The heart is very important. Protect your heart. And don't joke with your life. Because your life is not a game. Amen. It said what? Your heart is what? From the imagination of man's heart, heart is, is what? Evil, evil from, from what? His youth. From his youth. Right from the beginning. Then it said what? Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. So the Lord is saying has set into the heart of man. The heart of man is desperately wicked. They can tell you I love you, but they don't love you. You see men going to women. They have small job they are doing. Say, I love you. I'll marry you. Oh, you're my wife. I will leave my wife for you. But I need some 10,000 to do something. You too. He said, you are in love. You are not in love. You are out of love. Long time. 
And after they chop your money, they finish with your money, they come and tell you that you know something. I just reconciled with my wife and I need to go to my wife. I'm very sorry. And that's where you sit at. You sit in bus 250. Instead of you to drop at this station and come to church, before you realize you are in credit. Amen. He said what? It is what? Evil. From his Listen mind. to me. Guide your heart. And remember that your heart, I said at that time, that your heart is the seat of your soul. Your heart is the seat what? Of your soul. And the devil is after your soul, not your spirit. God is after your soul, not your spirit. Two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, they are all battling for your soul. Because that is where the issues of life is. I get what I'm saying. Tell the epistle of John, verse 2. It said, I wish all above all things that thou may what? Prosper. God said, I wish above everything that you what? You prosper. And be in good that when he finished, he said, even as your soul prospered. So it means that if your soul does not work in the prosperity of God, it cripples you. God said, above everything, I want you to prosper. I want you to be in good health. But there's something about you. I want that thing to prosper. Your soul. I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in good health. Because if your soul is sick, it affects your health. There are some of you, for two months now, you have serious headache. It's not demonic. You have stored something over here. There's something you have stored over here. There's something you have stored. I've ministered to some people like that before. You pray, pray, pray. They don't want to tell. The moment they open it, they say, this one deceived me. This one to deceive me. And the third one, you see that that one is... <laughs> The name is not coming. And when you, you, you speak to them, talk to them, give them counsel. Say, I've let go. Say, do you still feel the headache? Say, daddy, it's like magic. It's not magic. What you store there is the one giving you headache. Most of us are sick, not because somebody's after us. It's because of what you have stored there. That lady that left you, if that thing hadn't happened, you wouldn't be where you are. See it as a lady process. That guy, see it as a learning process. Move on in life and stop keeping garbage in your heart. And the Lord said, well, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul what? Prospered. So when your soul prospered, everything about you prosper. If your soul is sick, everything about you is sick. I pray for you today. That you will not play games with your life anymore. Amen. But you will rise up. And understand that whatever that comes into your mind, if you don't take care of it, you put it in your subconscious mind and it will destroy you. Lift up your hand wherever you are. I want you to lift up your voice wherever you are. And in the next one minute, I want you to pray. And tell God our Father, Today, I want a change. I've stored a lot of bitterness, a lot of things in my subconscious mind. 
is eating me up. I give it away. I give all away. Take me back to where I first met you. I ask for restoration. I ask that you repair me. I ask that you repair me. I've stopped too much in my conscious mind and, and, and deposited it into my subconscious mind and it's, it's killing me softly. It's, it's damaging me. It's breaking me down. Painting a bad picture about me. Father, I need your help. Lift up your hand wherever you are and begin to speak to him. Begin to speak to him. 